Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, Go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, how many times has your wife or girlfriend asked, does these pants, do they make my butt look big or have some kind of uh, question about what they're wearing? Which shoes do you like, dear? <laughs> okay, I get that one. I don't get the butt big thing very much. Well, women aren't the only ones doing it, Tom. Apparently, the guys are concerned with how they look when they leave the house. Okay, so my husband popped a button <laughs> yesterday on his shorts, and he looked at me and he went, it's happening. I'm getting fat. <laughs> I'm like, no, buddy, it was the button. It set you up for failure. It was weak. <laughs> but apparently a lot of women are helping their guys before they leave the house when it comes to uh, getting ready. Now, I expect that with the kids. You know, the moms can help the girls and boys get ready there. But the husbands, 60% of men say they consult with their wife or girlfriend on what to wear before they go to work. The thing I'm confused about is why that surprises yeah. you. Because as a married person, I mean, you're always going to ask if you if you aren't sure about something, you're going to be like, hey, does this look all right? Yeah, but we don't. We don't care, it looks like. <laughs> we don't ask anyone. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. But 20% don't even try to pick anything for themselves. They have their partner that. prepare an outfit for them daily. So I daily, 20% laying it out on the bed, going, this is what you'll wear tomorrow for work, honey. I wish I had a mom. Yeah, well, or a <laughs> wife or a girlfriend. Well, yeah, or I, mean, I have yeah. a mom, but yeah. I'm just saying that lives with me that would put all that out for me because I hate doing that. Okay. I wish I had a wife who had good fashion sense for me. She's great with herself, <laughs> but whenever it comes to me, we've established a long time ago that she didn't need to pick out my clothes. Oh, okay. We went on vacation with some clothes she picked out for me, and of course we took a lot of pictures. When we got back, she apologized to me. <laughs> She's like, I won't pick out your clothes anymore. Well, when men do pick out clothes for themselves, the most common items are socks, underwear. Socks. Okay, socks and underwear. Well, that's good. That's a good start. They trust themselves there, just not with anything that everybody can see. That's when they don't trust themselves in the way they are dressed. That's odd to me. I, I don't have any concerns about picking out and i know working here i don't try very hard but when i do dress up i know how to dress up yeah i feel like most guys have uniforms basically you kind of wear the same thing every day like well, brawny we shirt can. over there okay i do wear a <laughs> flannel shirt every day but they look great on you you do yeah, a great job oh yeah i mean you, you have like 400 <laughs> shirts I, I, I do. honestly if flannel shirts were in style you would be rocking oh. it <laughs> you can't talk. Thank you, Tommy. I can. I'm an expert. Yeah. I wear my Hawaiian shirts, and if they were in style, I'd look good. Okay. I don't even know what I have on. Well, uh, 18 to 24 
I guess fellas don't need as much help. They say as they get older, partners want their their girlfriends or wives to help them out more so as they get older. I guess, are we losing our fashion sense as we get older? Is that what happens? Because you see your dad, and he's got that, those pants, uh, they are all the way up to his nipples. Yeah, some yeah. wife had to approve that. Yeah, she let him out like that. No, I think it gets to the point where you don't care what the wife says. You're like, yeah. oh, honey, I'm going to wear this, and my money's closer to my mouth. Okay. With my pockets up here <laughs> on my chest. Well, when it comes to helping the guy right before he leaves the house, 43% have straightened the collar of their man before he leaves the house. Want to make sure, you know, he looks good. Especially if you have a tie on. I'll ask my wife to check the back and make sure it's covered up and yep. everything. Are these newlyweds? I can't see somebody <laughs> being married for years going... I don't care what you wear to work. After year 30, she's like, that's somebody else's problem. Yeah. <laughs> 29% said they've even buttoned their shirt because <laughs> like, uh, their buttons were all messed up. Have you ever done that? You know, got one button off and you got your collar and it's not equal? And what's well, unfortunate, you yeah, never yeah, notice yeah. it until you've buttoned every yeah, other I one. I was <laughs> going to say, but yeah, but I never get out of the bathroom that way. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I might notice it when I get to the last button. I'm like, well, I got an extra button on this side. <laughs> yeah. But I don't ever leave the house that way. That's why they say start at the bottom. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Mm-hmm. A and life change. <laughs> 12%. So 12% of the ladies said they've actually licked their finger to wet down their husband's hair before... <laughs> For work. That ain't weird. What's weird is when they what? lick your hair. What? That's weird. Okay, when they lick their ear, their hair like a cat? Yeah. Just, That's uh, weird. Oh, no, like that. you see grannies doing that. I guess some wives, I guess, they, you know, That's lick it and then they'll... <laughs> no. I don't see why it's a big deal. Well, sometimes they get that squiggly eyebrow and it takes a little to get it down. Okay. Nose hairs are the worst for me. Sometimes I'll put gel up in my nose just to kind of keep them from poking out. (laughs) And then 19% of women said they have dressed their guy a little bit geeky so another woman will be interested in him at work. See? (laughs) Say that again? They've dressed him a little geeky so so no other women will be Oh, no other women. I thought you said so another woman will be interested. I'm like, why? A geek would be interested? I don't know. See, I feel like if you dress him cute and other girls notice, then you're like, "Hmm, I did good. Yay okay, me. I don't believe you for a second because you're already a little bit cautious about John. Huh? Yeah, you're like, my husband's really good looking. I don't want any women stealing him. Oh, he's gorgeous, but he's a good man. He's not going anywhere. Well, so I dress him cute, and then when the girls hit on him, I'm like, that's right, ladies. I picked that outfit. Wow. <laughs> and then two-thirds of women have tried to change their boyfriend or husband's appearance in the way that they dress because they don't like the way that they dress. Why did they marry him to begin with? I mean, if you didn't like the way he dressed and looked, what made you even attracted? Because all women think they can change the man. That's why. <laughs> you yeah. take on that case where you're like, it's a little rough, but I can change a him. fixer-upper. Yeah. yeah. And if you want to get a head start, they say, always lay your clothes out the night before. That way you don't wake up and scramble around and get any mix-match clothes or anything like that. The problem is my tummy is not the same between night Tory and day Tory, and I'll wake up bloated, and then I'm like, this is not going to work now. Well, I take it a step further. I just get dressed at night and sleep in my clothes. (laughs) I haven't been late for work in a while. No, you're the first one here. But my clothes are wrinkled. (laughs) It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. So often we are inundated with bad news from the media over and over again. I hated it beat you down. Well, we try to do things a little differently here on the Hawk and Tom Show. We are going to do a segment of good news. Yay! And this is going to be good news to help you feel better about your day. I like it. 
And it's also interesting, entertaining, and funny. All right, lay it okay. on us. We're going to start with a lady in Virginia who just adopted a 40-pound cat. <laughs> oh, my. His name is Patches, and they posted a photo of this on Facebook. It is not a cougar. It's not a mountain lion. It's not. Some, it's just a giant, fat house cat. Does oh. it come with a saddle? No. <laughs> you could not ride it. The kid's good, baby. I don't think so. It's, it's just fat. Yeah. It's not big. It's just fat. It's the lazy. Here, I'll show you the picture. Well, you've Hawk. heard of the fat cats. Fat okay. cat. Right. Here is a picture of this cat for I you. I want to see it. As soon as Facebook loads it up. Okay. Dear God, Mark. Zuckerberg. Oh, boy, that is a big old cat, man. It's, it's just fat, yeah. Fat is all get out. Can it even walk? walk? Um, I, yeah, like, I think mm, it can. It can mm. use the litter box. There's it's with its new owner now. Mm, yeah. Uh, but they are going to put it on a diet. They said it does not have diabetes, but that its blood work is all good right now. But yeah. if they wow. don't get it on a diet soon, it might go through all nine of its lives in very short order. <laughs> you got to... Say, I mean, you got to admit, a lady that's going to adopt a cat like that, there's mm-hmm. a lot of maintenance, and yeah. so that's a good person. Mm-hmm. I yeah. agree, mm-hmm. although you also got a little bit of evil in you because you're going to be basically torturing that cat <laughs> well, to get it down to its proper weight. Well, if there was a TV show about 40-pound cats, you know. Like the My 600-pound yeah, exactly. <laughs> that. that. They should. They yeah. should actually, that's how they should make the money to take care right. of all this, because yeah. I would watch that. Now let's switch over to dogs. Mm-hmm. A 64-year-old guy in Britain was sleeping when his dog, for no apparent reason, bit his big toe so hard that it hit the bone. Oh my. And it's a good thing, too. Because he didn't feel it. His foot is numb, and it turns out he had diabetes. His whole foot was numb, and the dog probably saved his leg and maybe even his life. The dog is like, oh yeah, that's uh, that's what I was doing. The dog's like, this is like a toy. It doesn't feel anything. It doesn't move. It's like, why is there no squeaker with this toe? He was looking for it, but it's sweet. It tastes really good. Mm. Sweet. I don't know if toes taste good at all. Diabetes. You oh, sweet. yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, good. I got you. Oh, my gosh. Does that really make you sweet, And I'm though? the one drunk right now, so. So is this, he woke up and noticed that his toe was bitten like that? Yeah. If he didn't feel it? Wow. Yeah. So, he but, had to be terrified. It, like a crime scene, I bet. But why blood. did the dog bite it? That's because the dog knew he had diabetes, and that was his way of telling I, him. I, I, I don't he think so. He had just got back from telling no. him that Timmy was in the well. <laughs> <laughs> Smelled like a Twinkie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is that because he had diabetes? I'm my yes. Okay. <laughs> Here's something good. Turn up the radio. Okay. A new study found listening to music can help prevent dementia as you get older. And if that's not your cup of tea, learning to play an instrument can help too. Mm, Okay. So it's, I mean, that's much better than like a special diet or taking medicine. If you could just listen to music. Sure. I like that. Mm Mm-hmm. And then finally, a trick for anyone with young kids. Almost every parent has had that one moment where for a brief second in time, you're terrified that you've lost your child. Yeah. For me, it happened at the steeplechase horse race, and my son was about four or five, and he had just walked around to the front of the car, but he was short enough that we no longer could see him, Mm -hmm. and no one knew where he was, and we're freaking Mm -hmm. out, and here you are at this huge place with all these people, 
and you don't know where your kid is all of a sudden. And what's going through your mind at that time, if you're the one in charge, of like, she's going to kill me. She's going to kill me. She's going to kill me the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Some people even worry about their kids, too. Yeah, I know. Um, but there's a trick that this lady saw on TikTok, and whenever her daughter went missing in this very large play area at a public uh, thing downtown in her city, yeah. she started to call her daughter's name. Mm-hmm. Then she remembered the TikTok tip. What's which that? Which is to start yelling out her clothes and what she looked like. So she started yelling out a little girl in yellow shirt with a pink top or whatever. I don't know, yellow shorts and pink top. Oh, kind of like the Chris Farley bit on SNL. Fat guy in a little <laughs> coat. Not really. <laughs> but, yeah. but anyway, uh, eventually some little kid came running over and said, oh, I saw her in this section, and that was much better than just, because a lot of times the kid gets absorbed in what they're doing, doesn't even hear their name being called. She should have just shaken a chip bag, because that gets my dog running every time. This wasn't a dog, it was a little kid. So, they respond the same. This straight like what she was doing like so she was basically saying i'm looking for a little girl in a pink shorts and a yellow top little girl in a pink shorts and a yellow top oh hmm. why okay. you, you, you just think that <laughs> someone would be crazy kind of doing that she did say that people looked at her yeah. like she was crazy uh-huh. you know be glad it's the mom because you imagine the dad out there yeah i think she has a pink top i don't know yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't yeah. even be able to guess sh- kato shorts maybe i don't know <laughs> i did i don't know if she had shoes on i think she has blonde hair yeah. maybe brown <laughs> skin somewhere i'm pretty sure she has bones in her body <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tori, that was too far. So they found her, right? Um, they did. Found her right away because then some little girl came running up and said, oh, I saw her in this section, and they found her. That's great. Well, you know, that happened. I was at the beach one year, and uh, this mother running around going, have you seen my daughter? She's wearing this color bathing suit. You should have seen all of us jump up and start running and looking, mm-hmm. and a friend of mine actually found her. Oh, Wow. So that's a good tip. Then. It was a good tip because we, she we knew what color bathing suit she had on. See, my parents were right the opposite. My dad would play hide and go seek with me, and I'd be lost for like two, three, four, five, six hours. Let's do that again. <laughs> you you go hide, yeah. son, and I'll be right there. Now I'd go up to him; he'd be taking a nap. Oh. Maybe he just fell asleep while he was trying to look for you. Oh, thanks for making me feel good about it. He was concentrating. Where is Hawk? Where is Hawk? He's from Tennessee. He had a hard time counting to 100. That's true. That's oh. true. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Crank all time, Thelma Hollister. We opened her up a credit card. Well, who's we? <laughs> well, me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you got new pronouns now? You identify as we? No, I don't. Oh. Um, but... Um, it's the social networking in my head. So Thelma lives in my head, and we opened up a credit card, and they've been calling her because she's not paying her credit card. So I thought it'd be fun to call them back, and she's going to throw me under the bus here. <laughs> okay, so let's see what happens. <laughs> I got to transition here into Thelma. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for calling Credit Services. For service in English, press 1. Para please enter your account number as it appears on your credit card or billing statement. This call may be monitored or recorded for quality assurance. All right. Please hold while I transfer you to a customer service representative. This is Terry from Big Collections. How can I help you? 
Uh, yes, I'm calling in response to a letter I received regarding a bill. Okay, ma'am. Um, can you look in the top right corner, uh, right above your name? Uh, just yes. so there should be a loan ID number. All right. Can you provide me with that number, please? Uh, yes. Uh, my name is Thelma Hollister, H-O-A-L-I-S-T-E-R-Y. The letter says, uh, let's see, it's G... Three nine five seven five two two. Okay, let me repeat that to you. Yeah. G three nine five seven five two two. Is yeah, that correct? I, yeah, that's correct. And I don't know how to tell you this, but I, I, I really don't owe you people this money. Uh, okay. Oh, well, the, the, here you go. The truth is, I'm not a real person. You know, it's it sounds crazy, but I'm a fictional character who lives in the mind of a radio personality named Hulk Harrison. I I, I don't understand. I, I truly do not understand what you're trying to explain to me. But we well, do have a bit here. I don't exist. Is what I'm trying to explain. <laughs> well, that's probably where we're going to have the issue because the, the merchandise you bought is actually real. I think that would be up to you to kind of find out. I don't know. Well, let me ask you. If you live in 25 Garlington Road... Yeah, I do. Well, I don't really live there. I broadcast from Vaya, but I live in the uh, his mind, see? Okay. Let me ask you a question. What is All a right. fictitious person does with a 24-piece servant set? Well, you know, I could have a nice little party. That would be... Something I could do if I would have bought the stuff. <laughs> okay. Let me ask you something. Would you pay for something that you didn't order? I mean, if I if I owned the merchandise, of course I would. Right, but to see, I don't. I didn't order it, so I shouldn't pay for it. Okay, so let me let me ask you a question, dude. Uh, tell me, do you have a fictional check or payment that you can mail to us so we can get this taken care of for you? You know what? That's a great idea. Why don't I pay you with a fictional check, and you can mark it as fictionally paid in full? If you are fictional, yes. Uh, who who plays your role in the radio? Well, his name's Hulk Harrison. He he does that. He uh, he's here. Do you want to talk to him? Sure, I'll talk to him. Hulk, will you talk to this guy on the phone? Sure. Hello? Yes, sir. Well, you know, my name is Terry, and I'm uh, from the collection. Uh, I believe tell right. call my number. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find out what's going on with this uh, with this bill that we have here. She's trying to tell me that she's a fictitious character, and I'm not understanding really what's happening with the account. Well, I, to be honest, I really don't want to get involved with this whole thing. This is between you and Thelma Hollister, H-O-L-I-S-T-E-R. Uh, and so she lives in my body. And as long as she pays the rent, I don't care. I don't tell her how to run her fictional personal life. Okay, well, let, let me tell you something, sir. And unfortunately, you know, somebody bought the merchandise. The merchandise is yeah, not but, but the store But see, that's none of my business. You know what? She can have her fictional friends, Ella Mae Jenkins, that lives in the nursing home with her. She can have her crazy family life with her son, Cecil B. Hollister, and his son, Junior, and Junior Junior, which yeah, is ridiculous. Explain. And she can have her 13 lovely grandchildren. She can do whatever she wants to. It's none of my business. And it's none of my business what she buys in her free time. Well, you somebody's gonna have to pay for it. I mean, I think you well, should pay for it. You know what? Here you go. Thelma can have whatever she wants because she doesn't exist. So I'm gonna let you talk back to Thelma because she's easier to talk to than me. Okay.
I'm back, boy. Some people, right? He is just sure as testy. Thelma, let me ask you a question. Who's going to pay for that merchandise? I just need somebody to pay for it, either you or the gentleman that I was speaking to. I don't care if you're fictitious or not. The merchandise is not in the store anymore. Let's break it down. So we have established the fact that I do not exist, correct? Yes. Except in the mind of our listeners, correct? Correct. So how could I owe you money? See? Tell me. I, this is Wait. just so upsetting. To be, to be honest with you, I've never admitted that I was fictional before. I'm not even real. Now my now my fictional credit's ruined. <laughs> when you walked into that store, you provided all of your information so we can open a new credit card. <laughs> yeah. We got everything that you uh, provided yeah. so we can get you taken care of. We get you your merchandise when you get payment. Um, I'll be honest, this is very upsetting. <laughs> I'll be honest, I can't talk right now to finding out all this terrible news that I'm not real. I gotta go. Just just make sure you send that check, okay? Just please send that check. Bye-bye. Okay, thank you. (laughs) I'm just as confused as he is. (laughs) He's going to need therapy. I've got to go outside and console Thelma right now, okay? I'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) He's not the only one that needs therapy. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Cell phones. 93% of people say their smartphones is more important than deodorant. <laughs> yes. I feel like there's just such different categories that you should just have both. Okay. Deodorant well, and a cell phone. It doesn't seem like a stretch to do both. Sadly, though, I have left the house without putting deodorant on a time or you don't, two. You don't drive back, do you? I sure don't, but yeah. I will drive back for that phone. Yes, you will. <laughs> there needs to be an app for that. <laughs> yes. A little spray app. Yeah, a little deodorant Ooh. app yeah. on your phone for you. <laughs> I think that's very good. But the smartphone apparently is very important to us. And even some companies think they're so important that they're giving us smartphone breaks. Hmm? Smartphone breaks. That's Is that sad. where they have to like tell you to have been on your phone too long? No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, people who take smartphone micro breaks oh. at the office. Why would you have to do that? I mean, various times during the workday are happier and more productive, they say, in this research. I don't need a break. I'm just <laughs> on it already. Exactly. I don't know why you need a break. You can use your desk. You need a break to actually do your work yeah. is what you need. It's like a smoke break. Yeah. You go out back with your phone. Yeah. But these companies that did the micro breaks said they had more productivity from the people working there with a smartphone uh, micro break. That wouldn't work for me because when I get on the phone, I usually go down a rabbit hole and I need <laughs> way more than five minutes or even 15. <laughs> yeah. So it's better just to let me have it all day long. <laughs> okay. Well, they say that they found that employees can recover from some of their stress to refresh their minds by taking a smartphone break. So you might be seeing this in the future instead of a bathroom break or smoke break. You got your cell phone break now. Mm-hmm. It would be fair for people who didn't smoke to be able to get a different break to make up so they have the same time. Exactly, yeah. Okay. They say if you don't want to use your smartphones, obviously you can do the old-fashioned kind of breaks like uh, chatting with coworkers, they say, is actually relieve stress when you talk with your coworkers. Really? <laughs> <laughs> really? We need a break from in here. I mean, Yeah, I'm tired of talking to you. Okay, but there's other coworkers around the building that you might want to chat with. 
because if we talk for four hours together, we get tired of each other. Yeah, but some of them stress me out too. Yeah. Some of them are just angry all the time, and I'm like, I can't. I need a. I need a cell phone break yeah. to deal with this. <laughs> I would like a nap break. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? Some companies do that overseas. Where they go. Japan's really good about that. You just go take a nap. Like you know, you got a little. Mm-hmm. Do you crawl under your cubicle? Is there a little you know mattress under your cubicle? And you <laughs> if you waking me up at five p.m., I'd be like, Whoa, what? What's going on? <laughs> but they say it's good for camaraderie. Uh, also, walking around the hallway is good. Just you don't even have to talk to anybody. Just walk. Around. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I do that every day after the show. I mm-hmm. walk around the building. There's nobody here anymore. It's kind of lonely. <laughs> okay. See, I would go home at that point. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I got work gone to home do. way before that point. He lives alone. So he's alone here or alone uh, there. She has a point. <laughs> he's like, Gosh, I didn't, I didn't think about that. Yeah. I'm going to Waffle House when I leave here today, by the way. He's like, I want just somebody to talk to. The Waffle just House one. cook I'm going to talk to today. <laughs> yeah. Then you can go to Dollar General store and have a little dance with the Dollar General clerk. Oh. Okay, there's an app on your phone that lets you talk to people. I, I, nah. what, what's it called? It's called a phone. <laughs> How does it work? You just go on it, you press on one of your friend's names, and oh, then they talk to you. Don't really? En- don't encourage people to call me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like talking. Well, coming soon to the work near you, a smartphone break for you so you can relieve a little stress. Be right back. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 